0: People have been <laughs> criticizing our uh, our podcast setup. Podcast
1: setup? Yeah. This one?
0: Yeah, we got to get a matching chairs. We got to.
1: No man, I don't know. Look at this, f- this sweet table. This upgrade. is really hey, we gotta nice. We got to wait. This yeah. is part of our uh, today's upgrade? sponsor. Today's sponsor. Who's today's, today's sponsor? Uh, Blackheart Upholstery. Oh, they're <laughs> okay. taking care
0: of our uh, podcasting tables because the Pretty other one nice. was a little chalky. So. <laughs> Greg hooked us up this yeah, morning. This this isn't. Is nice I actually did all range. the work, but he donated the supplies. <laughs> <brought> the material. <laughs>
1: yeah. So if you're interested in upholstery, check out Blackheart Upholstery. There you go.
2: <laughs> he did the corners though. But
1: yeah, it's nice. He
2: actually looks really
1: good. It Feels good. like
0: leather. It's vinyl. That's cool. Oh, here's one. This if anybody can guess what this material and this pattern is out of. This is out of a car very specific oh. car it's specific to a brand
1: oh so, so it's kind of like
0: this basket weave pattern yeah
1: hmm is this trivia this is trivia oh so if, you, if you're out. not watching it i don't know what we're talking about our table looks like some kind of crisscross woven, woven weave thing kind of thing what car Ooh.
0: if anybody can figure out what it is i'll give them a hoodie what if i guess you can try <laughs>
1: is it out of a volkswagen nope oh shoot okay there's
2: there's your hint right
1: there so it's not a volkswagen no yeah. <laughs> so you're already ahead of the game okay yeah if you get it correctly uh, send it to our email first one i'm not giving everybody hoodies oh no the not everyone the first correct <laughs> answer hit us up on instagram and let us know if you watch the podcast and what your answer is or you can hit us up on our email at chickfactorycustoms at gmail.com. so sweet yeah With that said, we are getting started. Uh, Thank you guys for watching today. Welcome. Uh, If this is your first time watching. My name is Elvis. Tim. Rob. Awesome. And welcome to Modify with Trick Factory Customs. We are a custom automotive shop uh, here in Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. So. Today is, I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Usually on the podcast, we talk about a lot about cars. We build really cool cars. And so we talk about modifying cars and tips and tricks and a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, And so today is going to be a really interesting topic because in the car community, there are some cars that uh, people tend to overrate. Or there are some overrated cars in the car world that sometimes we look at these things and we're like, nah, it is not, it is not worth whatever they're telling you of what the price is. And so we're gonna decide. I actually did a lot of research for this episode, so I'm I can't <laughs> I wait. Very excited. Yeah. And I think with this episode, it can probably go into multiple episodes. So if the cars that we talk about, if we don't mention anyone that you think is overrated comment below or comment in the podcast depending on what podcast platform you're listening to and we will look into it and we'll probably make another episode on this so yeah,
2: I feel like I, most likely,
1: yeah, it's going to go on and on and on. Yeah. So we're just going to scratch the surface on this. Ooh, and I
2: feel oh, like we're
0: I uh, in advance. Yes, we apologize. Yeah. If you happen to own one of these vehicles, <laughs> yeah. sorry about your luck.
1: Yes. And <laughs> some of these cars we were talking about, they are good. And so it's not that they're not good, but we're just saying they are overrated. So with that said, uh, before we dive into the topic of discussion, what have you guys been up to all week? Hmm.
0: For me, it's been mostly more of the same, trying to get these new projects going, so a lot of back and forth and rendering guys and chasing parts, see what's gonna work, what's not gonna work, bouncing ideas back and forth, and then, yeah, just trying to get it going.
1: And you're focusing on what right now?
0: Uh, The G-Wagon. Okay. So Mm. that's mostly what I've been doing. That and the opposite end of the spectrum, just cleaning the basement. Getting Bring some <laughs> like getting, downstairs, yeah. oh. getting some new equipment set up, going back and forth, trying to get all that kind of stuff in place because these new projects are going to sort of push us to the next level. So, I got to get all that kind of stuff happening. Nice. So, yeah, nice. it's been sitting at the desk, not getting dirty, and then being in the basement getting getting <laughs> <the> dirtiest <laughs> I've been in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you've been actually legit putting in hard work. So, so. yeah, and even talking about the G Wagon, if you don't know what we're doing again, I like to like introduce our. Project, so in case you're interested, you can go to our full channel on Chick Factory Customs on YouTube. We're building an electric G-Wagon. I think this is actually the first time we're an- we're announcing it because oh. we haven't made a video on it. I think we mentioned about it, but we will be doing a video. Yeah, we'll now. be doing like a whole video build series. And so we're doing quite a few electric swaps right now. So right now we have three, three. four okay three Three.
0: two we're actively working
2: on the third one we're still working out yeah there's we've got to get some details sorted out on that one still Mm -hmm. but uh the other two are big projects Working working with revolt to get that whole system in place yeah and i don't
0: think we've mentioned since we've jumped these projects off that the cabriolet g-wagon is going to SEMA. oh so it has a confirmed spot Oh,
1: confirmed spot already. See, now we're starting
0: to work with nice. So the project's evolved even since we originally started it. Okay, the whole scope of it. So now we're in discussions with a couple of different sponsors and getting that sorted out. So nice. Well, depending on if we get put in a media embargo or like we have in the past, it's like hopefully we didn't. We don't. So I got to clear a bunch of that stuff up. So hopefully we can show the process all the way through. That would be pretty awesome. But hopefully it's not one of those ones we got to keep under wrap. But Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we don't
2: want to keep everybody just sort of hangling. I know. know, Come on, not trying to dangle any carrots or anything. Content, but sometimes that's just the way that stuff goes. And Mm -hmm. hopefully, we don't have to play that card. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a cool project. You got a lot of cool things happening with that.
1: SEMA twenty twenty three. We're all
2: really, really looking forward to jumping in on that one. The Defender as well. Oh yes, but like both of them are going to be pretty significant. The The G wagon sounds
0: like it's going to be great. Defender's not going to SEMA.
2: No. No, the defender's a cool project in its own way, but it's an entirely different sort of thing. I don't think True. it really and would it's be. It's mostly stock, looking yeah, on the, the outside, I think it's right? right? So we or want better. something. Mm. So that has it main, maintaining. It's a '66, right? '66 mm-hmm. Defender, like maintaining the look of 1966 with all of the under all the things that you can't see within yep. modernized. So, so cool. that's going to be a unique challenge in its own way. Yeah, packaging. Um, I believe that the, the G wagon is kind of going the opposite. G wagon, we want to make it's very like, well known that it's
0: EV. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's
2: and it's getting all of the all of the wonderful things that go along with it to make it like super super significant looking, mm. and it will be a significant vehicle when it's done. So yeah, I hope we can share that with everybody. Oh yeah, as we go,
1: that would be so awesome.
2: The challenge with that one is
0: he almost wants it to be like OEM level. So it's going to be very wild and very unique, but it's not going to be like we're going to have to employ a lot of new technologies. To oh, it yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not going to be as wild as your Evo?
0: No, my Evo is very raw. That's what makes True. it wild. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be the opposite. This is
2: the. it's going to be wild, but very refined. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's going to be awesome. I
2: mean, it's kind of to make it seem as if we never touched it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I feel, I feel, I feel like he wants to have a vehicle that looks like it came from the factory, the factory that way, okay. but it was like, you know, like the president of Mercedes' personal, <laughs> you know, built vehicle, like yeah, a yeah. one-off in the factory. Okay, and that's cool. so we're gonna take it, you know, kind of to that that level. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're gonna throw our own little style into it, you know, our design work and. Some our, of own things salt, that we do, our own salt, our own salt, big, gonna, we're going to spice it up. Well, a yeah. Obviously. Struggle, and
0: that was part of the last conversation was I'm trying to figure out his vibe and how far yeah. he wants to go. And at the same time, he's just like, take it as far as you want to go. <laughs> but I don't think he actually understands what that like We got to try to, we're still sort of flushing out that
2: middle ground. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Awesome. What about yeah. you, Rob? What's been going on?
2: I mean, my I'm kind of bouncing all over the place a little bit but for the most part I've been primarily focused on doing Thunderbird stuff um that project just kind of you know it's 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 a fairly big project and we kind of touched on it a little bit last week when we were talking and it's I'm just kind of following suit you know we we have a program in place we have a vision that we're working towards and we're Mm -hmm. just executing the install of all these things and like pretty much taking what was an original original slightly modified Thunderbird and we're making it like a brand new car mm. you know all the electronics like I mean we talked about wiring and stuff before yeah. and <laughs> yeah. a lot of that stuff so we're we're completely redoing rewiring it. The and and them. not not only just because we found some janky stuff but like because we need to plus I'm helping helping out the boys in the shop like you know they're working on the Lambo still and I'm getting in there I'm doing some welding, helping them out when they need it, you know, a little bit of metal shaping and stuff when necessary, not a lot, but that, and then like, obviously the, like Tim was kind of touching on, he's doing a lot of like shop upgrades, pre- preparing for new equipment, opening up floor space. We're always pushing to level up in, in projects and we're always pushing to level up our shop so that we can execute more high-end projects. So
1: really, very well it's fun. Said. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, with that said, we are going to dive into the topic of discussion for today, which is on overrated oh. cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For one second, I was like, wait, wait where second. am I again? What's happening? <laughs> Uh, yes we're gonna be diving into overrated cars uh like i mentioned earlier there's been a lot of not a lot of research but i've put a few hours of research into looking into this and it's because some i have a thought of what i think some overrated cars are but these guys that have done the research there were i used five websites i used hot cars goodwood uh jalopnik a1 auto transport and goliath.com um they each had most of them had like about four cars that were common. I saw that too. And so, <laughs> yeah. so with that said, we're just gonna dive straight in. Uh, and so, just tell me what you guys think. So, and this is in no particular order. So, just so you know. And if we talk about your car, if it's your car, yeah, let us how you let us know how you feel in the comments below. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that said, uh, first one uh, I think is going to be the toyota supra mark IV. the mark IV. yeah (laughs) i mean isn't that
2: like one of everybody's dream cars
1: yeah it's uh that was an interesting one because again i'll dive into what they kind of or what these articles in summary said and then you guys tell them what you think so they said it's good but it's not six-figure good. Um, i agree and a lot of cheap plastics uh, and you have the Supra tax whenever you're trying to buy something, which yeah. you've had experience we, with. You can share. We oh, had yeah. one in the shop. Yeah. We had first-hand experience dealing <laughs> yeah. with Supra. Yeah. Super and, tax and yeah. Super timeline. Yeah. And then um, having to dump money into it to make it fast. Based on its stock form, 100% overrated. Mm. Super, overrated. But Not super overrated. Super overrated.
0: Super <laughs> <laughs> overrated. But it's one of those cars that has immense potential. But... To me, by the time you modified it and you get it to that point, maybe it's a six figure car. But as a stock car. Absolutely
1: not. I wouldn't
0: pay more than 30 grand.
1: Really? Yeah. They're
0: junk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This car goes back to that time when when car manufacturing was.
0: They're terrible.
2: The the interiors are junk. Yeah. It looks like a
1: Camry. Nice. Yeah, actually. Pretty much, like it has it's a lot of plastic, Cam- Camry parts junk. and all of that. I do really like the way the gauge that the it kind of the, faces the, towards that you. That cockpit shape is definitely mm-hmm.
2: more supercar-ish, so it has that kind of vibe. Yeah. But it's still all just plastic yeah. Camry junk. Yeah. And that sucks because in today's day, all of that shit is fucking breaking apart. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you <laughs> need to replace it, it. and
1: mm. good luck getting those Finding, parts. Yes. Good luck It's interesting Because speaking about the Overrated. super tax too You just bought uh I think you have to replace this, the OG original super clutch Super clutch Yeah On it So uh but you were saying something about the transmission
0: Oh the and original v- the V160 transmission Yep Because when I was looking for parts Because this particular car that we have Has its original transmission Everything was like T56, T56 And I'm like why is there so many options for a T56 mm. Then I started to dig into it and the V160 trans sells for like $35,000
2: US. That's insane.
0: So that's Mind like blowing. the worst possible
1: case a Freaking transmission. Right. Supra tax. Of a Supra, yeah. not even like yeah. a so Lamborghini
0: so, or something. So then <laughs> it became very like obvious why all Supras have t
1: 56 Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because it
0: doesn't make sense to put a V160 back in. Yeah. Because you can buy like the most built craziest Tremec for six grand mm-hmm. on the low end, just yeah. a nice stock one that'll hold the power is probably thirty five hundred.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it that was silly. That's, that's a silly transmission. Yeah. silly like what is it? That that little uh, the the actuator for the for the uh, clutch. Yeah, all the clutch. And that's, that's all, all we yeah. It's yeah just I know. That's converging. so interesting. It's, uh, it's, it's weird.
1: Um, what's it called? So it's interesting that you mentioned that too because. Like you say, you weren't gonna buy buy it for anything more than thirty k, because in I was also doing the research on like uh, what the things have gone for, like auction on uh, Bring a Trailer over the years. Mm -hmm. In twenty seventeen, there was one that sold for twenty four thousand dollars US, and uh, versus now two hundred and thirty two thousand dollars for like a top trim like. And it blows my mind because I knew a friend that had a Supra and he paid 20 grand for his. Wow. And it was right-hand drive and everything, had like the the thing you press and like the spoiler on the bottom comes out or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, it was red, it was nice. And then I was like, oh my gosh, 20 grand was awesome. Yeah. And so, but now and if, I if he still has that card, I know him. I think I think he still <laughs> yeah. does. I think he still Sell does.
2: It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think part of the reason, though, why it's worth what it's worth now is the Fast and Furious movies. I
2: would have to assume it yeah. had, a, had some sort of impact. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know what a super really was until that.
1: Same. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I followed it from the time that it was new, and then obviously Fast and Furious brought it back to yeah. everybody's attention. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's never really been a car that's, like, crazy on my radar. Mm-hmm. No.
1: I'm No. Like, honestly, I don't really... I'm going to add a lot of hate for this, but I don't really like the way the Mark IV looks when you compare it to other things in its day, like the R34. I think the R34 looks so much better than the Supra.
2: It's definitely got a more aggressive vibe to it, right? Yeah. And, and like it, the other competitor being the, the FD RX-7. Oh, so yeah. Like that those was, ooh, those oh. three cars were like the cars, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I think it has an immense amount of potential to be modified. Yeah. But in stock trim, it's not it's that. disappointing. Big. Like yeah. other than that crazy wing when it came out, oh that yeah, that was like way ahead of its time. That mm-hmm. wing, and that's what made that car very polarizing in its day. The yeah. big wing was the big wang. Yeah, but as far as the rest of the car, is not really significant. Mm-hmm. No. Not to me, anyways. Yeah,
2: I agree. No, it. it's a dope car, but it's 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 overrated. Yeah, I mean you got to do too much to it for it to be actually good. Mm-hmm. And even still, at the end of the day. It's still a big, heavy pig of a car, <laughs> like it actually is. Yeah. Like if you compare it, you know, on a spec sheet to you know cars that it should be competing against, it's mm-hmm. a heavy car. Oh yeah. What? Well, not that that matters to most mm-hmm. people, especially on the street. But it's, you know, you can see it when you just look at it. It's, yeah. It looks.
1: It looks girthy. It looks chunky. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> chunky,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, but it's cool.
1: Yeah. Next on the list. The Bugatti Veyron. The Bugatti Veyron. The Bugatti like, Veyron. People are yeah. probably just out there listening and watching, going, What? Yeah. <laughs> How could that be an overrated car? It's like yeah. I
2: don't know. So about that sophisticated. One. Really? I and mean, yeah.
1: if you're not a huge car person, uh the Bugatti Veyron was known or is still known yeah. for the car, the first production car to hit a thousand horsepower. It's insane. Four turbochargers, W16 engine breaking uh,
2: top speed records all the yeah, time I mean, crazy
1: it's kind of been the car hasn't yes it? but it looks like the angle that they took from um was uh there's multiple things one of them was the cost or cost to own mm. another part was that it's a vw parts bin because they showed some parts that are from like golfs or passats oh really yeah not a lot but some of the parts are because it's a vw product so they didn't want to make it like I mean, they, they made it as great as they could, but there's still some some of that stuff sprinkled here and there. Not a lot.
0: I, was, I think a lot of that stuff probably just makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's what
2: I would like, say too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's just no need
0: for it to be beyond <laughs> what it yeah. is. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it just so happens. Like it's funny you say that because I just watched an entire documentary. Not a documentary. I think it was Harry's Garage mm-hmm. visited Pagani, mm. and then he's walking through the Pagani warehouse with our facility which is absolutely insane and then just me being me i'm looking in the parts racks not on what they're focusing on <laughs> you're not even focusing on the video <laughs> yeah. so in the end of the one parts rack and if you find and you decide to go watch this there's a, a crate there with a Mopar logo on it no and, and i'm like Ooh, like a
1: demon i don't box? know what it is
0: no it's just a crate like a cardboard crate full size on pallet rack and it has a Mopar logo <laughs> on it and the whole the whole rest oh of the no. thing. I was just like, I wonder what they're using in a Bugatti yeah. from, from Mopar. From yeah. Mopar, right? That's,
2: Interesting. That's crazy. So like, yeah.
0: Bugatti makes sense because it's owned by votesway Yep. So of course, there's gonna be that crossover. But what is Bugatti doing with I know Mopar? With Bopar
2: <laughs> They need uh, the heads, head gaskets. I don't know. Maybe Horatio just wants to burn tires on (laughs) occasion too, you know? Maybe he's got a Hellcat. There's an Elephant motor sitting up there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But so the Bugatti initially cost, I think, over a million bucks, but now they're like a million plus. That's also maybe why I think they they put this on the list. Um, But also maintenance costs, which if you guys did not know, you probably know, you might know as well. But let me just give you guys some highlights of maintenance costs. So. Um, a new set of tires um, Is 38 grand Not anymore though I know But this Yeah true That's true Some of these things have Not been anymore corrected. They've changed a little but, bit
0: See that's my argument With some of this And like this one I would have to defend out Because I probably have an idea Of what's coming up But like The Bugatti at the time That they developed All this stuff
1: It was brand new
0: It was brand new They're the ones that developed it So now everybody else Has been able to poach it mm. And create vehicles That are on par With the Bugatti was
1: 15 years ago but is it OEM Bugatti stuff though because for like the tires for example as well to add to that is the wheels need to be replaced every five years the wheels do yeah because from what I understand they're glued to the tires the tires are
0: glued to the rim yeah. because at the time there wasn't a tire available yes so what does it cost to call and get your own tire 50 grand
1: made? for yeah. wheels and then what yes I know for us a set and then total is pretty much you're going to maybe every five years change wheel and tires pretty much a hundred grand every five years but i know yes there are other like aftermarket options but are they oem bugatti because i know the the, the chiron uses new tires use like now different they, technology now they have something yeah but if you want like like i don't know if the one that our stock completely goes for like a higher resale value as opposed to you get taken out of tires and putting modified ones or well lots of people did that after yeah. the
0: fact so they could actually drive their car mm-hmm. because to maintain to be able to do those top speed runs and all that kind of stuff that was a tire and rim combination that they needed to be able to do that you're never doing that on the street yeah like right. they're doing sustained top speed runs <laughs> for like an hour yeah yeah. Like, tell me another car that could do that there's not very True. many so they needed a very specific thing to do that that wasn't available at the time yeah now in the interim that types of speeds in those in cars now like a thousand horsepower is not crazy now it's mm-hmm. not almost guys have three thousand horsepower yeah <laughs> so now all that other stuff the technology is caught up mm. so at the time yeah by today's standards and everybody seems to have stuck to that wheel entire thing on the bugatti but <laughs> it's like
1: it's over it's yeah. gone now no, now but- it's, it's significantly cheaper and so i'm again i'm talking about oem bugatti stuff like you don't, not getting aftermarket wheels, like you still want that, like for example, if I'm buying a Bugatti, I, I want to buy it. I think
0: now is a lot cheaper. Than oh, that, okay. I think it's like 50 okay. grand.
2: Still though. It's, it's still crazy, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But. yeah, that's absurd, right? And yeah. even if you just took those wheels and tires off, put them on the shelf, and they're going to out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. So, exactly.
1: So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that was just one. What do you, What are your thoughts, Rob, on, well, I on think those th-
2: prices? I think that's ridiculous.
1: And the fuel like, tank, $20,000 to replace the fuel. No, so, $20,000 to buy the fuel tank and then okay. 22000 to replace it, like yeah, on but, labor.
2: So, what was the whole reason why you had to... Replace a fuel tank. Like I don't know. I was just, like just part of the research. That seems <laughs> absurd to me, and that sounds yeah. like yeah, but those some packaging overrated it
0: shit. Because you look at like the McLaren <laughs> F1, same thing. It has a fuel cell. It's more of a bladder mm. because it has to fit in a very odd shape, and they're making the most of packaging. So that's why it is what it is. So mm. They can't use a normal material like you would in a production car because the shape of it, it would cost too much to produce that part. So they use, like, a bladder and put it in there. Yeah, it's pretty
2: much standard for a lot of things now, though, is it not? I don't think Like, weird-ass or shaped bladder. and stuff. Probably, probably more so
0: now, but what does it cost? Like, like, it's easy to make, like, a blow mold for a plastic gas tank if you're making 50,000 of them, but if you're making yeah. 50, it probably doesn't make sense.
2: <laughs> I mean, so much of this stuff definitely comes back to, like, the time in which this stuff was developed as True. well, right? Like, technology advances so rapidly they say it evolves exponentially every couple of years and like at that time they developed all the tech yeah, just to make it even possible so that was that. it was and unbelievably them awesome loss.
0: yeah yeah, so yeah like yeah, now yeah. all this stuff is like it's easy to copy other people mm-hmm. it's yeah. either to improve upon but to develop from scratch like how many things in the bugatti that are that they dropped at that time. That are now. Never. Covered, yeah. Yeah. Like double clutch. Yeah, like, that was not a thing back then. That was not a thing. They developed it. What does it cost to develop that? So I would say on this whole list, and I don't know what the other cars are yet. This is probably the only car on the list that in reality has depreciated. Whereas I bet you the How? rest of all have appreciated because you can buy a Veyron now for like not much over retail. Yeah, but. You're seeing them for sale for like
1: 1.3 oh i see what you mean okay Whereas,
0: like i know for sure there's cars on this list <laughs> that have appreciated yeah yeah, by yeah yeah
1: yeah 50
0: like 50 yeah fold. okay like so crazy. you're looking
1: at it from the point of what did it cost new and what does it cost now right mm-hmm. oh i, so see. I don't okay.
0: necessarily think that the bugatti based on the technology that are brought to the market mm-hmm. that is now being used by almost every other car manufacturer is overrated
1: mm, that's a just good point. the cost
0: of developing it And them selling those cars at that time at a loss is like crazy in itself. Mm -hmm. There's not another car on this list. I know it (laughs) it right now that has the same
1: premise. Yeah. Yeah. So next car. This one, I'll just going to say, uh, I don't completely agree with it. Okay. But again, it's on the list because it was top four out of five uh, sites that rated it as overrated. Uh, the porsche 911 yeah so (laughs) so it's um so far i think from reading it it was like classic and modern like both they kind of went for the route of that the 911 in itself the type of design it's almost flawed because it's a rear engine car yeah when you compare it to the cayman the Cayman is a better driver's yeah. car, Yeah, you, minus yeah. the power. It's a better draft, but Porsche nerfs the Cayman because they don't want it to yeah. supersede you the 911. That's right. I mean, you don't want to- That's internal. The, the flagships, flagships. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And then, yeah, classic 911s, like the values today yeah. are insane because- Back in the day, I'm sure you had a 911. I right? did, I did. I had, a, I had a 78 911 SC. Mm, and you have a new one, uh, like a 996 as well, 996 right now. now. Yeah. Um, but they were saying, yeah, like pricing these days, it's kind of getting ridiculous. It is. It's freaking absurd what that stuff
2: costs now. <laughs> but I mean, if you think, okay, so I'm gonna okay, okay, okay. Porsche, <laughs> yeah. probably one of the most winningest.
0: Okay, we got to set, set this the tone here. Mm. He's got a Cayenne, a oh mix, and he's previously had a 911. So this is coming from that perspective. Yeah. i Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's, I'm a
1: he's feeling his it's, heart is burning. It's getting hot in <laughs> here right now. I feel like I need to defend this car. Okay. Okay. So defend away.
2: <laughs> defend away. The most winningest car in motorsports history. Drive your car to the track, win the race, drive home, get groceries on the way. Take your kids for ice cream that weekend.
1: Come on. True. Best car. What about reliability issues?
2: <laughs> That's what Makes it the best car.
1: <laughs> it's still because still the most reliable. If you think
2: about like, think about sports cars that you see on the day to day. Like you look around, and I'm sure there's probably some stats out there. Look at how many cars they sold over mm-hmm. all the years of manufacturing. Probably, I can't even begin to imagine what it is, but it's got to be like absolutely staggering compared to every other car that is it's direct that would be my
0: argument in this because we get roasted all the time because we do (laughs) like these rsr conversions and wide body porsches but they're not overly rare Hmm. it's like there is quite a few rare models that sort of help push the value Mm -hmm. of some of these particular era of porsches but they're not overly rare no and they're not there's a lot of them. So yes. it's not like we're taking something and chopping Chop. it. Like, like, Oh my <laughs> God, that's the perfect car. You're like, Man, they made a million of these things. Yeah. Like it's fine. It's okay.
1: Like it's gonna be And I would
2: agree, it is the perfect car.
1: <laughs> because <laughs> yes. you were you were saying like or was it uh, one of you was like back in the day, like you would see nine elevens just parked on yeah, their they're like parking the garages and no one ever drives yeah, them. Yeah. Nobody drove them and it's like they'd be
0: sitting all over the place and then all of a sudden at some point that transitioned and then the, they went wild. Mm-hmm. And then now they're crazy amount of crazy, it. yeah. And it's like, they seem, they don't, they stayed pretty steady, mm-hmm. like pretty solid. Like we all thought it was just gonna skyrocket and then fall on its face and you're gonna get stuck with some. But they seem to be holding, like mm-hmm. even now where everything's starting to come down quite a bit, they seem to be holding pretty steady. Mm-hmm. But they are reliable, they're easy to work on and parts are not
2: crazy expensive, mm-hmm. and they're super easy to drive. Yeah, like no, they actually, are cars like to drive. the 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 G fifty trans, like oh, yeah. in my car. Yep. Like compared to the nine fifteen trans that was in my old classic, it, it's buttery smooth. It's super easy to drive. Like anybody, you could learn how to drive a manual in a Porsche nine eleven of yeah. like the nine nine six generation and up or whatever. Like it's just so simple to drive. Easy yeah. easy. Yeah, like we I went great. directly from a Testarossa that we had in our shop which I you know I had to drive obviously mm. because <laughs> it's a Testarossa. Yeah. And like I went from that car directly into my 911 and drove them back to back. 911 all day long. It's like yeah. it's an
1: easy car to drive. The Testarossa compared doesn't to anything even, like that. I don't that. think it'll fit people. or maybe it probably fits you. Fits but well. I no, I, exactly Come on, I no. was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "It's <laughs> I a Testarossa. It's, a test it. it's a dreamy." <laughs> yeah. But they're actually not that great either. Mm-hmm. But, but uh,
2: anyways, that's a different. That's a
1: no. Car. But the 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 911 is a great car to drive. Like I've gotten the actually opportunity is. to drive quite a few. I would
2: say. Sorry, didn't interrupt.
1: No, you're good. You're if good.
0: anything, not overrated, mm-hmm. but overpriced.
2: Hundred mm, percent. Because
0: Porsche has never tried to be the hype
2: yeah yeah yeah. like
0: they never claim to be the absolute fastest they're not chasing that kind of hype they're always just chasing making an amazing car yes there's faster cars yeah. cheaper cars but for what they've made and it's never been a hype car mm. it's like you try all these things and you end up at porsche yes because you'll go buy a ferrari and you this and this costs too much to maintain this 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 and if you're a true enthusiast and you want a proper sports car you're always going to end up back at a Porsche. Back to They
1: Porsche. are so good and they've made them for over 50 years and it's the recipe has stayed relatively the same. 80 years. 80 yeah. I that over so Yeah, could, you're
0: that, so <laughs> technically right. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's be, like they stayed with that one platform mm-hmm. continually developed. Yeah, 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 platform. yeah. So there's so, definitely
2: models that are heavily
0: overpriced mm-hmm. but not overrated. I don't think so.
2: Mm. I mean, the 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 common thing that they always say against the 911 is, you know, that the rear engine, you know, yeah, that whole that whole layout that they came up with and developed, you know, and they've they've had the whole history of the 911 to refine this. Like, look mm-hmm. at a 992.
1: Oh my gosh, gosh! And now it drives so. good. It's still
2: a rear engine car, <laughs> is, but yeah. like, you ask anybody that like really really drives hard, like anybody, and that it's
0: like one of the best cars is that it's too good.
1: That is so true. It almost feels perfect. Like you're like, how in the world can you even get better than this? Because the technology has been insane. Like you can get them in so many different configurations too, mm -hmm. all-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, manual, PDK, like so many things. And it's it's pretty remarkable that they stuck with the same formula Crazy
2: over all this time, even though every single time people talk because of the layout and it's like yeah it's a rear engine car but they make it work it's awesome but like and i will say like there's no other car in the world that drives like that not that i I haven't driven all the cars in the world mm -hmm. obviously but it's a pretty significantly different driving experience than anything i've ever experienced and i think everybody should drive one i still say the cayman is a better
1: valve better car better driver's car than
2: a 911 you see and that's the other side of it is now that's hundred percent true. The Cayman is a better so driving car. Oh my god! Tim had a really dope one. Yours was yeah. the was the nine eight seven yeah mm. Cayman S, so which you, is
0: probably my favorite car that I've ever owned. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. the bar has been praise. set pretty high. Like, he like, still about crazy crazy car. That <laughs> so hey, are you gonna and get another one? I get one? tagged in it yeah. every. Oh sorry. Like with all the modifications that I did to it, I still get tagged in it every <laughs> single time that car sells.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. That's a yeah. sick car. And see, and and the the wonderful driving experience that the Cayman brought to the table is exactly why the Porsche race team in the 911 R mm. is mid-engine layout. It is mid-engine. It's a mid-engine see, layout in that. the oh, new. Wow spec 911r race cars that's actually cool
1: so they admitted it under like so sure. they're just like you know what yeah, they this it in like the
2: 70s the rear engine you know layout is still an existing car in production they do that and it still is an exceptional car
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah it's awesome they've but, engineered it to perfect but i
2: think i th- it's i don't really know what their thing is but they must have just been like you know what the mid-engine is just a little bit easier to drive and i think like if you think back to, like, articles or whatever, videos from history, you would always see, like, the Porsche factory would have, like, their factory drivers. And as soon as they found a driver that was, like, really good at driving that car, because mm-hmm. it's a different kind of experience driving it, they would stick with that driver mm. until they were done their career. And that driver wouldn't want to go to anywhere else. Oh, okay. Because That's they'd good. win the most races in a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like it was just that it was, I think probably most people's gripe would be that it's not an easy car to drive, mm-hmm. especially when you start getting back into like more of the classic previous area. And like, yeah. you know, like the nine nine six is still like all very analog. There's no ABS that, that works well, mm-hmm. traction control, all that stuff, stability, control, not even a thing. So like it's, it's 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 challenging to drive 997 got a little bit better obviously the 991 now the 992 all the stuff with all these aids make these cars
1: exceptional yeah awesome but, yeah perfect yeah. that's a good way to to transition exactly. into the next uh the next car on the list which is drum roll the bmw e30 m3 E30 M3. E30 M3. Like, so in this, there was a there was a few BMWs, but uh this one got some people we'll just said the E30 in general. Um but they said so they said it has good power, but it's again, it's not great by today's standards. Yeah. 250 horsepower. It's not bad. That's pretty good era. In that era, yeah, in that, era, that
2: generation, and that was a light car too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, gotta remember, like in those in that that year of like, those manufacturing times, didn't have cars the, were a lot lighter mm-hmm, back yep. then. So and that so was pretty significant.
1: Some of the same suspension, they said, can be traced back to the 1960s. I don't <laughs> doubt that. Like, the E30 yeah. is, is, the chassis
2: itself requires a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot that we can use with today's tech to improve on that. And I think that's probably why you see a lot of E30s now coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, in the like, you know, the the 190Es from Mercedes, the E30s from the BMW, Mm. see these cars are just like on the rise. Everybody wants one. Yeah. Because you can make them great now. Oh, yeah, definitely. But as they were,
1: yeah, probably overrated and probably
2: not easy to drive.
1: Also, engine reliability issues. Mm. That's a huge one that plagues them. And uh, just to give you an example of the price, it blows my mind now. So... In 2016, a BMW M3 sold for E30 M3 uh, 13 grand. Yeah. Sparkle now man. I take that. Uh a really nice one sold for, I saw it, 256 thousand doll hairs. Man, who US. Wh- wh- what, what amazing race <laughs> driver drove that car. Mind blowing. And so what do you guys think about That's that? That's absurd. <laughs> It's absurd
2: yeah i can't get behind
0: that. I, I would average never.
1: prices are like
2: 80 80 grand 70 yeah. 80 grand even still even 80 grand no way
0: i think 80 grand is based on those cars being 13 grand mm. for a long time <laughs> so like for it to be 80 grand is because there's very few really nice ones left oh i see that's the only thing dictating price in that mm-hmm. because it's not to me, it's not a significant car at all. No, yeah. not styling-wise, not no. performance-wise, none of it. Like, no. So that car, I truly believe is completely overrated. Yeah, really? I, would, I agree okay. 100% yeah. too.
2: That car is, that deserves to be honest. <laughs> I also nah. agree <laughs> nah. that it's overrated. It, re- it requires way too many modifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had
0: an opportunity to buy one for $4,500 when I was oh like my gosh. 18 so or something. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. But it just wasn't, even at the time, like a Civic SI would stomp you. So you're like, oh, I don't know what I want crazy. that. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I would say almost all 80s, 90s BMWs, if we could put it in a, in a summary, I think at least yeah, should yeah. be included in this list.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah but there's a lot of great BMWs from that time that are underrated hmm. in my
2: opinion.
1: Oh, we should do another episode on yeah. that. Underrated cars. Underrated cars. Yeah. So well. comment below.
0: Yeah. But we'll save that for next. Thing. Yeah, we'll save yeah. that for
2: another time. So I saw on a list and it kind of made my soul hurt a little bit, but there was a, an E60 M5 yeah. on, on someone's
1: list of overrated cars. And I was just like, yeah. oh,
2: that hurts because I, I have think, one of
1: those. Yeah, no, I think no. that one is, I'll say it's a good for what they're, what, I don't know what they charge. I didn't check and do research on that, but I, I, don't I don't know what they're going for right now. They're not going for very much. But like if they're like in the high 20s, I'll say it's worth it right now. I, yeah,
0: right now they're like probably a good like one. thirty US for a good one, 35 US. So I don't really think that. What else are you gonna buy for that much True. money? That V ten, game
1: Like,
2: yeah, I think that. Okay, I mean, so we're getting onto a different car, but I believe that that <laughs> car was absolutely amazing. But like in its time, probably overly complex, mm-hmm. and I would see, I would see, there's there's a yeah. point why it's a little overrated. Yeah, overly complicated.
1: But still an absolutely phenomenal car. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So we all agree on the BMW E30 M3. <laughs> yeah, I think Perfect. so. Perfect. So sorry, Beamer boys. Don't come after us. No. no. Um, so Unless you want to modify the crap out of it. True. Okay. Then come after us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, then we'll, we'll get <laughs> yeah. into it. And then final car on the list uh, for this episode. And again, if we didn't mention the car that you're like, oh my gosh, this car is very overrated. Why didn't you guys mention it? Mention it in the comments and we'll probably take that list and compile it and make another episode on this because I feel like there's still a lot of cars that we're not talking about right now. Yeah. So the yeah, last car on the list, it's no surprise, the Nissan R thirty four GTR. What? No surprise, I think. But I, you, Rob sounds like he has a different I, idea. Different, <laughs> Rob does not agree. I don't agree. Um so the car is awesome. they said the power's good <laughs> is okay. Like, uh, it's not great, even no, the
0: spec is not It's great. okay, it's like 320 horsepower. Yeah,
1: um, it's heavier than everything almost everything else on this list yeah. list all wheel drive system heavy. Um, it's less agile, and it has the RB26 has a lot of famed issues. Yeah, um, yeah. it's also not worth the prices today. Because you can get any, like, you can never find a G- R- R34 for less than $100,000 yeah. today. Greater than 100000 hundred thousand, and one And one just sold a few months ago for, like, $310,000.
2: Yeah, I think we were looking
1: US. at that. Insane. What?
0: And you see a lot of people got them listed after the fact, after that. Now I see guys listing them for, like, $450,000, <laughs> oh $500,000. It's just so
2: stupid. Like, it's out of control. Like, What?
0: That I, doesn't make sense. Yeah.
2: At all. Like it's a freaking because even that's car. not like, even come a super on. rare car. No,
0: they made a million of them in Japan. Like they've been cutting up those cars for like 20 years. <laughs> so now there's so few of them that maybe that's pushed, yeah, up, the, sure. pushed up the rate. I'm sure.
1: But Yeah. I it's don't. It's just
0: not. I mean, of all the cars that we've spoken to, I've had an opportunity to drive all of them mm. and it is not a significant car. No, I, I completely
1: not. agree. It's good. It's a good car. It's a great looking car. It looks Again, amazing. like all
0: the other couple of the other cars, like the FD, the Supra, the Skyline, they have crazy, crazy potential, mm-hmm. but you can't base this particular conversation mm-hmm. on potential. On a, co- yeah. It's just on the car itself. And the mm-hmm. car, the way it comes the is way not comes. great. No. Yeah. It's got bad electronics, same idea, same cheap plastic mm-hmm. interior. It's a brick. Mm. And it's like even the evolution of it to the R35 is still a brick. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just... R35 not,
1: is freaking heavy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not I a feel, great car. Mm-hmm.
0: It's solely based on styling and
2: just hype. And, yeah. Emotion. Like, yeah. These guys created their Fast own... Fast and yeah. Furious. Yeah. Yeah. I think 100%. that also helped this Straight car up. too. Straight Yeah. Up. yeah. So... I, I agree. I think it's, it is an overrated car for a lot of those... those all those reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it was pretty cutting edge with technology. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. The whole the interior, the, the electronics and everything gates. that they that's, had going the on computers. in computers was just absolutely insane. It was awesome. But like it it comes back to that whole thing like manufacturing and technology in that time was was infantile. Mm-hmm. Like it was they were they were just trying to figure it out and they put all these all their all their things into that and it just doesn't work good. Well and that's like,
0: the in defense of those cars is they're pushing technology at the time so hard uh, yes. to try to make it better, but it just didn't, didn't last. Age, yeah. it, didn't it didn't age well. well. Mm-hmm. So it's like now those are the things that have caused the car to become problematic. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that definitely, you know, puts it on the list for being overrated. Like yeah. that problematic nature of mm-hmm. most of these cars that we're even speaking about. It's just like the, uh, the cost of ownership. It like gets yeah. great if you just wanna own it and look at it. That's super cool. You know, get your feels just by looking at it emotionally. Mm-hmm. But now by but driving them is a different like thing.
0: That Supra to go back to the Supra is like everything you need for it is you, 3 months away <laughs> yeah, or unless you're willing so to much. pay 3 times as much. Yep. Right. So when you're on the computer you're like, "Okay, I need this." It's like, "Oh, I can get it from this guy tomorrow for a 1000." Or i can wait three months and get it for 300. Mm. so it's always this like yeah, struggle like guessing game you know what i mean like the guys that have this stuff are literally holding a ransom mm-hmm. which also so translates into the value like okay well if every single part for this car is a thousand dollars makes sense that I mean, it's worth a yeah. hundred grand mm-hmm. but yeah. that's not the case it's a 30 grand car that a bunch of people are holding you hostage to try to because they know like you're going to yeah. be down for even the stuff we had to do on that car is taking a year. Mm. Like, what, nobody wants to own a car like that. <laughs> no. Nobody does.
1: Yeah, and going back to the GTR thing too, I also think the reason why it costs so much right now is just because they never sold in North America. And yeah. so the North American guys are like, you grew up looking at this car, playing it on like uh, Gran Turismo, playing it on these video games. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I can afford it now. And so you're almost willing to pay almost anything that yeah. they would Just give Just to have it. Just yeah. to have it. Like yeah. you're sure. trying
0: to find the cleanest, best version of it. Yeah. And if you have all the money in the world, it's not a big deal to pay a hundred grand for a no. car. Like, if you're sitting on 25 mil and you're like, I just need to have it. Yeah, whatever but you got costs. one other guy that's got 18 mil, he <laughs> yeah. also wants to have yep. it. And yep, and start the bidding Now all of $180,000, and then... then Then the next guy's like, oh, mine's worth that much. It's like, no, that one was worth that much because these two guys Mm -hmm, wanted it, mm -hmm. which creates a market and it's like a false market. And then it goes crazy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. again, not to say these cars are not good cars. They're great
0: cars. They're cool cars. They're they're just not worth that much They're not worth $100,000,
1: $300,000. I think if you were a
0: normal guy and you did push yourself to get that car for whatever reason say your grandma left you 200 grand mm-hmm. and you went and bought a v-spec gtr you're gonna be disappointed very 100 uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. you're gonna yep. be disappointed yeah. mm-hmm. but if you got all the money in the world and you just have to have one sure go, it, go ahead 100%. yeah because it's a cool car yeah you know, it's got it a great aesthetic I yeah it's presence is awesome mm-hmm. and i mean all the history and height behind it the whole godzilla thing like it's pretty cool yeah but it's not 500 grand no no (laughs)
1: no No. and again like oh same thing with all the cars that we talked about all these cars are really cool or all these cars that have been here some of them we agree with some we don't um but for the most part like especially 90s jdm cars are way over they are just way overhyped and And overpriced for what they are
0: talking about parts bin thievery those cars are all like super guilty of it. Yeah. What a much lesser car. Like, yeah. you got Tercel parts in yep, there. Yeah, everything. Got pickup parts in there. Like buying parts for that thing, you get a power steering pump out of a, you know, Toyota pickup. <laughs> Same pump. Like, yeah. So they jacked a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. they're just not worth it to me. That's so yeah. funny.
2: No, it's funny how like a lot of manufacturing was like that back in the day too, right? Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Like, though. remember when you discovered that the uh, alternator in the Testarossa was it's out of a '79 Corvette?
1: No. no way! Absolutely. A Ferrari's Not? using Corvette parts.
0: Right? <laughs> Who's that Testarossa hack? You buy what? it as a, a Ferrari parts, forty five hundred USD. You buy it as well. I just took that one out and had it built, rebuilt as though it was out of a '79 Camaro. Oh my god! Or a gosh. Corvette, and it was like one hundred and forty five dollars.
1: Yeah, I think that in itself deserves a video on our main channel. of <laughs> the the hacks that you can do or research you could do to find all yeah. these deals because a lot of times, like we mentioned, like you just mentioned about Cesarosa, Now, Lamborghini did it with the 300ZX taillights Oh yeah, or headlights, and they use the same headlights well, as a Rosa, Lamborghini like, Diablo.
0: Deeper than that, and like I've found sensors in there because that era, like we just mentioned, is like. That was all fairly new technology. So they didn't, a lot of them didn't have proprietary electronics. Mm, so they, they were just, using, like, these guys produced this sensor that yeah. did this. So this is a Bosch sensor, mm-hmm. also out of a 318 BMW, <laughs> that just happens to be the same one part number out of a Ferrari. Wow. So the Ferrari one is 900, the one out of the 318 is 45 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Power windows, $2,500 a side for Testarossa. They're out of a Fiat. No, you can buy both for 450. Oh my God! So, so many parts bins, yeah. Like yeah, little hacks and stuff. And I mean, a lot, a lot of times we'll pass that on to our customer because it's fun for me. It's like a treasure <laughs> hunt, and then the, I've locked
1: customers in for life because oh, it's yeah. like, wow, you see, know, I mean, what customers, customers are gonna love that, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So it's- anything else before we before we end this episode?
2: Yeah, I want to say like every one of these cars that we talked about all three of us right here we would all want these cars oh I like def- 100 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. each and every one of these cars yeah. we, may, we may talk it a little bit but like we all still want them oh
1: yeah <laughs> i gave the opportunity came and I, I think would totally i think get-
2: in today's time we're actually at a pretty interesting time where our technology now our parts availability for aftermarket support and certain things makes it so that each and every one of these cars you could have one of these cars go buy one mm-hmm. and then just commit to like changing some things make oh. it a driver
0: i think a, a, a more difficult conversation would be underrated cars yes because this argument is easy we can yeah, take yeah, anything yeah. and make it awesome with <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah like we throw money yeah. and parts on it we can make anything awesome but yeah. underrated cars mm. is a much tougher conversation okay
1: yeah. so we'll have that next time underrated well. cars. underrated Let's cars so if that. you have any suggestions for that comment in the comment section Also, we are going to do a part two of this as well because there's some cars that you guys have in mind that are overrated, but we didn't even mention them. We didn't mention them. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, if you want to see that, uh, subscribe to the Modify with Trick Factory Customs podcast. You find us on YouTube, any podcast platforms you listen to. And if you want to check out all our full videos and our full channel, check out Trick Factory Customs on YouTube. So, with that said, have a great week. We'll see you. Actually, no, not next What's week. What? Next what? year. We'll see you next year. Yes. For season two. Yes. So season one track is track. done. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you guys for such an awesome season. Uh, we've had, what, like 17 episodes? Really? That many? Or something. Wow. 17 or 18. So, oh, yeah, cool. it's uh, it's oh, cool. pretty awesome. So let, you got, let us know what you think. And we'll see you guys in a new year. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Bye. Yeah.